Hello and welcome to this new episode of the All New 52 podcast. I am Joe. This is Caleb. And we talk about comics on this podcast from normal American superhero comics to manga to web comics. Well, now web. No, no, no. We had a web comic before. I, League of Legends was a web comic. League of Legends was a digital exclusive. Yes. But it had the backing of. I suppose of Marvel. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, completely from the ground up webcomic phenomena which not only is it a phenomena it not only transcended to graphic novel status it has also transcended to live action movie marry me is the first live action movie to ever be adapted from a uh from a webcomic is it really yeah j-lo is gonna watch this joe yeah i don't know what to add to that (laughs) (laughs) do do fanfare woo you can say who wrote it because it's your comic but you can see the side of the comic that has the name. Oh, yeah. Bobby Crosby and Remy Isu Mokhtar are our writers and artists, or double writer, double artist. I don't know what their jobs encompassed. Remy is the artist. Bobby is the writer. Okay. So it is in the order that it's normally in. Yes. Um, and This is your book. <laughs> I saw the movie Marry Me, and... I, I was very surprised in the credits when it popped up based on the graphic novel. And so, of course, I immediately went online of course. on the way back and bought this because I was like, Joe needs to read this on All New 52. So do I. But specifically, I like, specifically me, specifically on All New 52. And, and, we, and, did. and we did in four days. <laughs> Well, I sat through. I read it in one sitting. Oh, okay. I read it in two. Well, okay. I read like the first two pages, and then you took it, and then today I read the rest of it. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. And it took me like two days. Unsurprising. But, uh, yeah. Marath- uh, marathon reading web comics, I think, is kind of part of the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. What's your history with web comics? We're gonna go completely separate. Um, I mean. I've occasionally read some more as I've gotten older mm. and I've gotten more into the internet, I guess. But growing up, that was not an area of the internet that I was really familiar with. I would read a uh, fan comic, uh, Dragon Ball AF, where it was uh, there was a tease one year. There was like new series AF and it was just April Fool's. Um, but then someone just made it into their own fan theory. It was pretty good. And but we've gotten a million driving all things since then. So yeah, Caleb, what's the synopsis of Marry Me? So Marry Me is about uh, Stacia, a Britney Spears esque pop star. This came out in two thousand. I called it Stay. I I was pronouncing it Stasia. I was rushing through this, so I didn't <laughs> pronounce it. Her real name's Anna. Um, and she's going out one night at the end of her tour, and there's a guy in the audience named Guy. And his buddy, who's a big Stacia fan, hands him her sign because she has to run to the bathroom real quick. The sign says, marry me. Stacia gets up there. She sees the sign. She's like, why not? And they get After married. After she's had a talk with her sister slash manager. Is that her double role? I think like tour manager. Because yeah. her dad's her manager. Oh, okay. So yeah, the tour manager. They're like... Don't do anything stupid. It's like, when have I ever done anything stupid? And then next panel is like, we got married. married. Yeah. Um, and then it's just about the fallout and kind of the uh, very quick day or two that comes after that where they go to Africa uh-huh. and to avoid her dad. Yeah. And her sister. 
gives, gives birth. birth and they officially decide to get officially married because they weren't actually married. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also has to talk the dad into it because reasonably, reasonably, the dad is a little questioning <laughs> of gay marriage to a complete stranger. <laughs> and guys just running with it. Yeah. We'll get into his reasoning is that he doesn't want people to think he's gay. <laughs> That's such a 2005 thing. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into it more because it comes back a little bit later in the comic in an interesting way. But let, there's a lot of very 2000s, mid 2000s isms. Yeah. In this book. So how about the art? How how does uh, Remy askew or. I sue. I feel like it's just getting worse every time you pronounce, try to pronounce <laughs> it. Um, it's web comic art. Like, well, you made the joke. It's like ah, oh, generic web comic guy, and then you found out it was a web comic. Yeah, yeah. I was reading it. I'm like, this is a web comic, wasn't it? Listen, you have this thing. I, I'm I'm always a little bit more tentative to dig into artists because I I don't know why. We can psychoanalyze me later, but. You, your rebuttal to that, I think, fairly is always once you put something out in the world to be consumed, it's then, open to criticism. Yes. Yeah. I feel this did not start out as a commercial product. It started oh, out no, as a webcomic. Yeah, it started out as a passion project. It's someone's putting this onto the web for free. So when I say this, this is, is acceptable, when I say this is amateurish, that's yeah. not an insult. That's just a description of like what medium it's playing. Yeah, this is acceptable art. Like it's not, it's not groundbreaking. This is clearly like two friends. At, this is what I'm reading into. This is two friends who are just having a fun time. Yeah. There are almost never backgrounds. People's proportion changes panels to panel. The layouts aren't interesting. This is the equivalent of you and me making YouTube videos when we were in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't get Better. mad. <laughs> Especially, well, good enough that it got printed. Yeah. Like, so there's obviously not too many barrier, barriers to entry into a higher medium, but like this, and also, web comics in 2007 were very different and mm-hmm. so like and and to over like over exaggerate things they were kind of pioneers in the sense that not as many people were making web comics back mm-hmm. then so and it was the technology was harder yeah. the internet was a very different time back then too yeah, like you were, yeah. you were, you weren't reading this on a phone you were reading this on a monitor yeah. like on a on a pc yeah so in that sense like it's just impressive that it got made and that it got published mm-hmm. um but you know if we compared it to any of the professional art we've looked at oh yeah i mean it doesn't hold a candle yeah but like it's fine that there's nothing about the, i open it up i'm like oh this is going for like a cartoony style i i like i could see this being like animated in that style a little anime in some of the characters yeah, especially it's, so it's fine yeah. There's nothing there's nothing wrong or insulting about it all the characters look different that's a mm-hmm. big bonus here yeah and they're all like very caricatured, but like they find different ways to portray the cast, which yeah. is good. And there's backgrounds too. A lot of places will cheap out and just use the blank, and they do that sometimes. With I think they do shots. it the most most of the time. Oh but, yeah, but I mean, it's something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good art for what it is. Yeah, it's. How much did you spend on this? I don't even remember. It was a while. It was February when I bought oh, okay. it. So. I was going to say it was like $4. Like that's probably, they weren't getting paid that much to even make it. So yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm all about the success of this book. I think that's the big theme coming back to this is that it's like, it's just impressive. This got to where it's at. So why don't we 
sign a certificate and move into positives. Well, they didn't sign a certificate. That's the problem. Why don't we get a priest to get us to the next paragraph? Um, then why don't you start here? Oh, okay. Uh, I think this book is funny, like charmingly funny. Not not gut busting or anything, but uh, Anna's Stasia, whatever, whatever you want to call her, is a uh goofball. Like her uh impulsive personality is a joy to read. Uh, guys, milk toast. But uh, every everyone around him is like getting really good comedic bits to get the story, keep the story moving. Yeah, I think there at least once every two or three pages, I smiled. Yeah, like I never, I never laughed out loud here. But I, I, I hardly ever laugh when I'm reading yeah. comics. Yeah. Um, I also think that this, in moments, is trying to go for a little bit deeper than just being funny. Oh, like, it's sure trying. Yeah, and I. <laughs> I admire that it's trying to get internal with its characters. I think that's that's admirable. Are you out? Are no, you tagged I have out? one more. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I think the story is like a fun ride. Like it's, you know, it's it's moving from point A to point B to C, like all like at the same pace of everything. Like it's never slowing down, but it can be engaged. Mm-hmm. Like for how short it is, it's fast paced. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a page turner. Like it's. It's fast paced in a good way of like the jokes keep coming, the story keeps moving. It's never slowing down or when it is slowing down, it's interesting still. Yeah. We kind of talked about this earlier, but there's a, you know, the part about him not wanting to be perceived as gay. Mm -hmm. You think that's just kind of a joke at the beginning, but then it comes back a little bit later on. Uh, One of the characters is being like, is there anything wrong with you? And he's like, yeah, I was like, my best friend's gay and I was ashamed of like appearing like her. That's kind of messed up. I'm like, Cool, calling yourself out for casual homophobia in 2000. I don't know when this comic finished. That came near the end. Well, let's say 2008 or nine. Oh, probably wow. much earlier than that. Wow, like, wow. That that's not something I expect from a comic of this era. Yeah. When like, I'm pretty sure Marvel still wasn't even allowed to have gay characters. Probably not. Well, it, some in the Ultimate Universe, so maybe I don't know for sure. But. Definitely not mainstream though. Yeah, like. I, I I appreciated that it addressed the casual homophobia. I thought that was good. I completely missed it, but that's well, fine. It's not it's not very present. It's just something that I was picked up on. I started I skipping through guys' stuff a lot. Of. Guys, pretty boring. Yeah, <laughs> weird. The guy named Guy who looks like a guy is boring. Well, and that's kind of the joke about him. But besides that one part where he says flaw. Which is is actually a pretty minor flaw in the sense that well now he's being introspective about mm-hmm. it, so it's not like it's a it's a deep ingrained thing. It's something that he's aware of. Besides that, he's a like he's a perfect guy. Um, oh yeah, they they have a whole bit about it, like how he's oh there's one part where they're like oh yeah, he took someone's job. It's like yeah, so that they would do a better job, so he wouldn't yeah, feel yeah. like so kids wouldn't get treated like how he got treated. Yeah, and like he delivered he's delivered babies twice (laughs) when he was a kid both like his sister had babies and he had to deliver and was a very contrived reason for why he can now deliver babies he also speaks swahili like it's fine it's funny um yeah i'll double back on the humor there's uh fun side characters that show up like one of her exes when they get to Africa, that's the funniest part. Th- yeah. She's like, "Why are you building this?" She's like, "Cause I, I've given up. I threw my phone away and everything. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm a real charitable guy now." 
And then she's like, oh, well, this is my husband. He's like, oh, wait, really? Okay, pack it up. We're going home. Yeah. Yeah. I um I appreciated that part. Uh, I think that was the funniest part of the comic. I think I think Anna's really funny. Like she's a Britney Spears caricature, which, you know, after today, it's like, maybe we shouldn't make fun of Britney. But this came out but many, 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 many years I ago. I don't think it's making fun of her because like it's making fun of like pop stardom. Yeah. But she's I I feel like she's very rarely the butt of the jokes. No, I don't think so. But and they're not playing off Anna as like like something's wrong with her. They're just playing her off as she's just impulsive. The butt of and the, has like a billion dollars to do whatever she wants. Yeah, but also she's unrealistically generous with that. Yeah, movie. everybody in this book is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, the character who's the butt of the jokes is Parker, who, mm-hmm. if we can transition into negatives, is definitely the weakest of the ensemble. It's uh Sarah Silverman character from the movie. Um, the best friend who is originally the person intending to hold up the marry me sign. Just one of those characters who it's like they're quirky, which means like anything is acceptable for them to do. Yeah. They like they edit Wikipedia, which doesn't sound weird now, but in 2007 would be weird. They're training for a marathon, but a vampire themed marathon. So they drink blood. Yeah. Cow's blood. Like just that's a good joke too, where they where they they're just down with the cow's blood. Yeah, but it's like I don't feel like there's any consistent character. I feel like the only character is that she is the one we can like just throw all of the jokes on. I mean, yeah, there there's there, there's not enough characters to like I don't know split Parker into multiple things. Parker's just like the the quirk one, yeah. which is of the time. Like I can't like I don't nothing in this is bad really. I don't think it's, it, it's not offensive. It's yeah. just like. It's just kind of roll your eyes a bit. Well, I mean, maybe you could make a guy more interesting by giving him some work works. He's got nothing. Yeah. Like, I think that's the point. What's. But yeah, there's absolutely nothing. It's very clear that the idea from this came solely from Anna's perspective. Yeah. They're like, what if a pop star did this? They were not thinking of what would that be like for the person? Mm -hmm. And I think. That is. That is another issue with this, which I wouldn't have even thought of if I hadn't seen the film. But I'm like, I kind of want to see what they would be like in real life because they're not in real life. They go from the night of the marriage to flying to Africa to do all this, all this like uh, charity work and stuff. And then like into multiple babies needing to be delivered. It's not realistic. Not to say the movie's realistic either, (laughs) but like in the movie, they go to like Des Moines, Iowa. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's where they go. They go somewhere weird for the Indian, like some midwestern state. To, yeah, middle of nowhere. Yeah, this they go to. They go to Africa, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> which is kind of middle of nowhere, depending on like your perspective. It's just another country, so it's a little different. Yeah, it's just it would be. This is a the premise is unrealistic but interesting enough but it's more interesting if you don't go or maybe if they even went more hyper stylized but you know i do like how perfect everybody is eh. <laughs> literally i'm fine with guy being perfect because he's your he's the like the item or whatever but then like when anna's like oh i donate 97 percent of my earnings <laughs> like what <laughs> i accept like i i find that easier to accept than some of the other criticism I have because I think 
the united theme of all our criticisms are there's a web comic like yeah we can't expect too much yeah, there's not this. an editor being like maybe maybe yeah maybe trim this up a little bit maybe this needs a little more time in the oven yeah it's more impressive that it got finished than it has yeah it has an a ending perfect story yeah i mean the ending does like just happen like it it, ending, it, I think- it wraps and then you're like I think and it's just it, it, you're like, oh, I, I think the epilogue is a little rushed, but I yeah, think okay, yeah. I think his conversation with her father is good. The ending proper. Yeah, I was considering the epilogue. Ending, yeah, well, it just, I, it just yeah. shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. But like the emotional ending where he talks her father into accepting him, I think is better. Also, it tricked me. There's it's actually it tricked me in a fun way. But like she's like, at least there's not going to be another weirdo uh, out there with a marry me sign. But then when you turn it in the book, it's like the covers for each and it's her looking down and there's a guy with the Mary me sign. I was like, oh, wait, that's sweet. Oh, wait, that's not how it's intended to be right. This is just the cover gallery. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of other smaller negatives I could throw out here. Like the lettering is super bad. Who cares? Right? Like, <laughs> who cares? The one that I mean, DC's Joe Caramungo was not <laughs> being the letter. DC's the letter. Clayton Cowles was nowhere to be seen. Um. No, here's the one. Here's the one negative, which is the only thing I'll actually hold over this book as a negative, because everything else we've discussed about would not be things I would have even really considered if we weren't doing a podcast yeah. on it. So they go to Africa. Where is this going? I don't know. <laughs> they go to a city uh, named Amoja or something. I I don't know for sure how you say it, but it, it kind of took me back because it was a very specific name, and I was like, it's like. They go to a main city and then they go to this other city and I'm like, and then they go to a third city, but the third city isn't named. So I'm like, I wonder if this second city actually exists. So I go and look it up and it does. It's an interesting, it's a suburb of this bigger city. It's all female led. Uh, the only men who are, who are allowed to live there are men who are raising children. It's interesting. And I actually kind of went down a rabbit hole about researching it. And in that this research, is what you meant when you had a research, in that research, I found pictures. It looks like a city. It's a suburb of a city. It looks like a city. There are paved roads, there are buildings, you know, all this stuff. Like you would imagine a city looking. Okay. What does it look like in the comic? Like a village? Yeah, it's it's, it's straw huts. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I will go on the, I don't know. I'm going to imagine this is what they drew it. And like, we need a name. And they did a quick Google. No, no, because they mentioned in the story that it is an all-female village ah. attached to this. Okay. So what I'm, what I'm actually imagining is that uh, the writer heard about this, like he was listening to NPR one day. Oh, and the he artist, heard about this. there was no relation to the artist. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it is a little racist. It's a little stereotypical. And then especially they get back to, it's that thing where they go to the third village and the only reason they're going there is to show that he knows how to, how to deliver a baby. And I'm like, this is a female led village. There's no other women here. And they try to play it off. But I'm like, in a female-led village, there are other people who know how to give birth. They don't need this random dude from Tulsa coming in to save them. Like, not a huge problem. This no, isn't, it's not. This isn't setting back world relations <laughs> by any means, but it is It is a raise your eyebrows like, mm, this is... If you go do the Wikipedia research to get there. It's like, well, you can definitely see the seeds of some stereotyping going on. I think it's just it's so inoffensive like in everything else I'm like I don't I don't see how you could like anything in this book could stick out to you and be like 
Hmm. But well, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I just mean in general, well, like anybody like, else. I, I've whenever I point out stuff like this, which I don't do a ton on this because we read mostly modern stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially on one of my other podcasts where we watch a lot of old movies, a lot of racist stuff there. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm pointing that out is less because it's in an individual movie and more of it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. And I do think this is a pattern of how people, how Westerners perceive Africa. Yeah, that's fair. So final segment, I'm going to spring it on you. How much <laughs> How much of this uh, is similar to the movie? Percentage-wise, guess. I'm going to go with 10. I wouldn't even go that far. Go, okay, well, Parker, uh, Sarah Silverman, uh-huh. both, yeah. both women. Very different characters. Very different characters. I didn't know if they're both like Both quirky. lesbians. Both lesbians, yeah. yeah. Parker, or uh, Guy works at a school which owen wilson also does yes owen wilson is a math teacher not, ah, a, not a counselor, counselor. Um, but he does give advice to the kids anna they is get... not 60 like j-lo is not 60 but no that's that is something i find much more endearing about the about the movie is that they're older and so it's, and they've both been through marriages before oh, so okay. it's like the movie's good y'all <laughs> Um, not to say this is bad, but just like I was pleasantly surprised by the movie. Um, How much money do you think they made off royalties? The creators of this, hopefully, a good amount. Like you would think so. And and but also when when did this get bought? Uh, it got bought I think in 2012. I also did some research on this. I'm like, when did it get bought? And like, were they at a point? Like, if it got bought in 2007, they were published. I was like. They could have thrown him a hundred dollars and be like, cool. It got bought by a guy who had done some TV work and had, I think he worked on like the Transformers movies and then he was shopping it around and it, it was only when JLo got attached mm. that it actually became something. And so there are obvious differences just in terms of like, it's 20 or not 20 years later, but it's like 15 years later. Um, so like the pop landscape has changed. This is very much about an older artist in the movie than this which is like this is trying to be like culturally relevant yeah though just by having j-lo the movie automatically becomes culturally relevant because she is a pop star yeah and so in general i would say that the movie actually also has a lot of unrealistic things involved in it i'd say though it is much it's doubling down on like the internal lives and they're not flying off to africa and stuff like that but yeah it's they were like they took the synopsis and was like what can we do with this but i know the writer and was like tweeting out about the movie being like everyone should go and see this so, oh i'm sure i'm sure yeah. maybe maybe he signs up the way he gets some royalties based on how it performs so i mean it's just it's also just cool that it, i mean it's, it's like yeah. hey that came from my comic yeah the thing i made <laughs> that i made in college <laughs> and like if owen wilson and j-lo made a movie based off of something i did yeah. in 2007 i'd yeah. be psyched no matter how accurate yeah, it yeah, was yeah. overall i liked it I, I i had a like i was like this is nice this is like comfort yeah yeah i will never read this again i'll take it from you <laughs> no nah, i still want it on my shelf <laughs> it's a novelty but um you know it was fun it was cute yeah the one thing the one change the movie did that i think really worked is have it, it gave a stronger pretense for why there's a marry me sign because like oh yeah because there's a song and yeah, like there's it, a marriage actually yeah, going on yeah yeah that's not some crazy parker fan yeah um works in this but i think i think all the decisions they made in the movie strengthened the story so cool wow wow bye marry me 
Wow, the disrespect. I did that to every comic. To Bobby and Remy. It'd be really sad if I bent the cover or something. Yeah, this isn't even. Uh, this was. It says fifteen dollars on the back. I don't no think I way. spent fifteen dollars <laughs> on it. Maybe with shipping, I spent fifteen dollars on it. Got it from a uh, comic store in North Carolina. If you guys are buying trades online, you know, if you're reading comics, that's good, no matter what. But um, definitely check out uh comic book like local comic book stores because even if your uh local comic book stores don't have it maybe another states does and so it's always you know you're just helping out the little guy which always helps but this was our 49th episode i know the most exciting comic to do i like <laughs> i like the idea of doing like this small thing right before this well, endeavor that we're about and, to undertake and like i could not wait to get this done like i had yeah. i obviously had to give steven my pick for uh the mr miracle mm. but like i knew like once i'm done with this we're talking marry me yeah that's good so 50 episodes we've been doing this for about a year and a half now yeah yeah um consistently too no breaks and uh, sometimes we've had to speed up some speed production. ups yeah lots of speed ups <laughs> but uh no breaks um and it's been a fun time overall yeah I so i'm ending it, it before we can get to episode oh 50. no <laughs> You know, I'm tired of it. I I'm would burnt say, out. I'd say that's a pretty unjust way to end this. Oh. Injustice. Yeah, a comic that is pretty essential to us. So, oh man, how long has it been now since? Because we we were reading them like yearly as they came out. Yeah. So six, seven years ago at this point. Well, what's the copyright date on here? That might not be. That might be for the not when the co complete collection came out because that came out later, like a couple years later. Yeah, I can't find it. 2013, 2014? I'd say twenty fifteen sounds about yeah. right. We were, we, we it was it was a, definitely a college thing. And of course, we played the games in high school or the first one. Yeah. Um. And when we were like, oh, it, because no one cares about the story of the first game. Uh, people actually do. People are like, it's pretty good for a fighting game story. Like. I mean, yeah, oh, for, fighting like, yeah for fighting game stories, yeah. Even with kind of a weaker story, I was super excited when they oh, were yeah. doing a comic. Oh, yeah. So, it, and then, little did we know, it'd be one of the best writers in comics working nowadays, helming the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely one that, like, when Tom Taylor drops a new book, we might not read it right away, but we pay we're attention. interested. We're like, yeah. let's see how it does. Um, but yeah, I mean, we need to save all this for next week or why well, I imagine will be our longest episode. It's hard to be Mr. Miracle, but maybe. Yeah, but this is a lot of comics. This is a lot of comics. I, I think we're breaking a rule for this one, too. That's fine. I'm thinking it's like 15 or 16 issues. This is the first time we've broken the rule mm -hmm. and like. Yeah, yeah, this is the one to do it with. So we'll be back at you. Maybe in a week or two. I don't know. Well, well, I'll see what the publishing schedule is like for this once I get around to it. How long it takes us. Time is soup. Yeah. It's soup? Yeah. Time is soup. Okay. Okay. If you've liked what we've had to say about Marry Me, um, I don't know why you wouldn't. This book is so, so pleasant. Give us five stars on the platform that you're listening to this on currently. Helps us out a lot. Gets us up in the charts so other people can join in on the comic book. Ugh. The comic book fun. You can email all new fifty two podcasts at gmail.com with your thoughts and opinions. Um what other books should we break our rule on? We won't. You can suggest something, see if it piques our interest. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We probably won't though. Uh 
Might split it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We will be back with you for the big fifth, the big five zero episode fifty, baby. Injustice Year One complete. See you then. <laughs>